Thank you for joining us. You have many choices, but we count it a privilege you're listening to the As One Podcast. We truly thank God for you. And as always, we hope you enjoy today's segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of As One. I'm Marcus. And I'm Krista. And we are excited to have some very, 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 very <laughs> special people mm-hmm. uh, in with us, uh, you know, this this evening. Um, but once again, as we always do, we like to thank all, all of our listeners and, and everybody uh, for tuning in. And thank you for all the support uh, that we've been getting. Keep it up, y'all. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, we can keep being a blessing. Um, you guys are a blessing to us as yes. well, hearing your yes. stories mm-hmm. and, and testimonies and stuff. Uh, so we just going to keep blessing and allowing God to bless. How about oh, yeah. that? All right. So uh, who we got in here to tonight? I'm going to tell you right here, right now, these people are special to my heart. But I, I'm I'm going to allow my wife to introduce them just because I think they're just a tiny bit more special <laughs> for her. Just a little bit, yes. though. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> but go ahead, babe. Yeah. So um, tonight we have my parents. Hey. James and Gwen Burns. Yeah, yeah. Pastor and first lady, yes. <laughs> uh, pastors of Total Refinement Ministries mm-hmm. in Gastonia, North Carolina. Um, awesome people of faith. Thank y'all for coming out. And, yes, thank and, you all uh, for joining you know, us. Joining us, definitely, definitely. So uh, as always, we're going to get into their story, which, oh my gosh, man, it is so crazy how many jewels that we are surrounded mm-hmm. with. Um, so I'm going to allow my wife to, to go ahead and kick it off. Right, the first question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, I think I know this story, but for the purpose of this episode, um, can you guys tell us how you met? How you came to be? Well, um, we actually met in church, and uh, I want to say, okay, how many years (laughs) ago we've been married? 35, I'll say some, what, maybe 36 years ago, uh, I was doing a Bible study. A friend of mine who was an older a preacher, evangelist, dear friend, dear friend of mine. He since gone home to be with the Lord, God rest his soul. But he uh, he took me on his wings, and he was just uh, so uh, he was encouraged by my being in ministry at a young age. I was called to, to preach at age twenty, mm. and so he felt the need to take me on his wings, and he took me to revivals and conferences. And uh, he he was helping a local pastor who was uh, pastoring a small church, and uh, he would bring me in on Thursdays to teach Bible study. He was very impressed. Uh, I just kind of thought I was doing what what the Lord wanted me to do, but and now when I look back, we really wasn't too many twenty year old preachers, in particularly in that <laughs> that uh, era. I can imagine so, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he he would have me to teach the Bible study and. Gwen's first cousin, who was a part of our church at the time, uh, she's since gone home to be with the Lord as well, but God rest her soul. And she um, she said, uh, hey, James, I got got somebody I think you might want to meet. Uh, you know, I was single, single, saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, but I, I let me say this. My sister used to we go to revive. My sisters would, would always. Um, she would always, after a lot of our church services, she'd hand me notes with 
young lady's telephone number. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I was pretty radical. You know, I've since grown to know that uh, to be a Christian, to be a believer, you don't necessarily have to be so dogmatic about your your walk with God. But I was very radical, and uh, I mean, I had a list in my mind as to what I knew what I wanted. Right, and, uh, right. My sister said, call, just give her a call. I'm like, nope. You, I mean, why? You was, I, you was looking for special call. I, I, had, <laughs> I had a mentality that uh, when I meet the lady that I want, I'm going to marry her. Yes, you know? yes. And don't ask me why I thought that way. Don't ask me why I didn't have a mindset, well, hey, you can at least go out and eat dinner with somebody, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. back to uh, <laughs> my wife's cousin. She uh told me that she had a friend she wanted me to meet. She said she'd like to. She said, you've been teaching this Thursday night Bible study. And she said, the name of the church at the time, honey, what was it? Mission? Mission of Deliverance. Mission of Deliverance. And so she said, I'm going to bring my cousin with me. And I always tell the story that when my when my wife, who wasn't my wife at the time, walked through the door, uh, I was in the, in the process of, of uh, I think I was about to give my scripture. And I almost lost my place. <laughs> so, but yeah, she. But soon as she walked through the door, you know, it was kind of um, in my heart. I just kind of, I knew it was her, her, her cousin. I knew she was her cousin's cousin. Yeah, because they were together. And so, um, but you came out blessed. Cause see, sometimes when people say. I got somebody I want you to meet. You know, they, they can go a lot of different ways. That's you know, very true, Mark. But you came out blessed. Thank you. That's Thank beautiful. You. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I used to have a crush on uh, my mother-in-law before. Before she was my mother-in-law, of course. Then come on now, people, you know. You know, I was a little old kid. Oh, man, I couldn't have been no more than like seven, eight, maybe nine, ten, somewhere in there. But I, I just remember... They we stayed in the same um, um, complex. complex, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, of course, we we you know, the cords don't spoke and stuff. I but that. I remember just like, wow, she is so beautiful, <laughs> you know, not knowing that one day <laughs> there was an apple that was coming off that tree for me. <laughs> nah, let me stop. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, but yes, I love hearing hearing the story, man. That's beautiful. Hey, mother, now what, what's your perspective on that? Because you know, you you was the one that came through the door and caused him. To lose his place, yeah. but well, where, well where he, were missed, you he missed a couple of the details. Oh, all right, <laughs> about the story. Get him so right. I, I'll just Get him fill, right. fill in the details. First of all, I remember what he had on. Oh, uh, okay. He had on a pair of dress pants. I want to say that they might have been black dress pants. I remember his shirt. I remember what I had on. I had on a pink sweater, blue skirt, okay. blue pair of red shoes. Wait, you look <laughs> they say, right? So, so I do, do remember the important details, and that was the clothing part of it. But, uh, you know, like he said, my cousin, you know, had invited me to a Bible study, and, and you know, I went with her that evening, and as I was sitting in the Bible study, which, of course, I was just focused in on, on the Word of God. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I was really focused on. Yeah, yeah. But, you say you didn't lose your place. No, I didn't lose my place. <laughs> wow. No, no, but I, I did. I did think it was cute. I, okay. I did have that thought. But also in that service, and I know this had to be the Spirit of God, God showed me a vision of me and Him inside of a church building, and we were actually pastoring a church wow. in the vision. And this this vision took place right there. The first time I had ever 
seen him in person, which for my cousin, yeah. I had, you know, knew a little bit about him. And then my brother, one of my brothers actually knew of him and had met him even before I did. Yeah. But sitting there, I had a clear vision of us pastoring the church together and I guess doing ministry together. And I went home that night and told my dad that I've met the man I was supposed to marry. Wow. So and I didn't do anything to try to, I guess, speed the relationship up. I didn't make any phone calls or try to get any connections to see him again. And so, you know, after that night, it may have been some months that had gone by even before I saw him again. Mm -hmm. But I just believed in my spirit that it was God that showed me who my husband was mm. at that Bible study. Wow, yes. <laughs> See, I love, I love, you know, how God was maneuvering mm-hmm. things, then showing y'all visions, you know. I had been through so much. The only thing I had was the man from coming to America in my head saying, good, that's a good, clean girl. <laughs> good, clean girl. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Amen. But I'm, I've been so blessed. I'm so thankful for my jewel. Yes, Amen. indeed. Yes, she indeed. And she is oh, so precious. Um, so, you know, Coming into the, the situation, though, mother-in-law, you had, you had gone through quite a few things yes. um, before you got to that that place. Um, just just give us a little bit of, of that backstory. Well, that that was a lot. I think. Uh, well, I guess I can just start here. You know, at the time we met, I was twenty-two and he was twenty-three. But shortly, a couple of years before that, I had lost my mother, and I and then I had been put in a situation where I was helping my dad be sort of like primary caretaker of four younger brothers. Wow. And my youngest brother at at the time of my mother's uh, death, he he was just four years old. So I had four brothers ages four to about 16 that I had been caretakers of. Wow. Up until I had met my husband. Wow. Wow. And then you had a a relationship situation that wasn't that great. Yes. Yes. Also, uh, that was, not that good of a relationship or a relationship that I was actually in for about three years mm-hmm. that I was actually, actually trying to get out of. Wow. Because there was a lot of things that took place in that relationship without going into a lot of detail that were not of God. Yes. You yes. know, it was a type of uh, abusive relationship. And also I was part of a church that wasn't, uh, uh, I guess I could say, it, it was a it was a, a cult. Oh, okay. And so okay. there was a lot going on, a lot going on, on to the time that I met my true husband. Yeah, met the man of God that's in my right. life now. So how <laughs> how do you come from, especially at such an early age, going through those things? It matured you, obviously. Yes. But then also, you know, I'm sure there was some scars there. I'm sure there was some some things there that you going into this new relationship with this, uh, you know. Uh, straightforward, uh, <laughs> focused, <laughs> radical, dogmatic preacher, you know, and and you know, but you but you got that stuff right, you yes. know, the, from from dealing with the abuse to dealing with you know having to kind of grow up a little faster than maybe you would have wanted to. How yes. did you handle all that? Uh, the only thing I can say about that is, you know, I came to Christ. I got saved at age nineteen, and if it had not been with, you know. For my relationship, the relationship I had, first of all, with Jesus, I don't think I could have made it through those mm. uh, difficult times. Wow. wow. But when I met my husband, I, you know, I was young at the time, 
I guess I was so excited about our relationship, yeah, you know, yeah. and about meeting him. And I felt like, wow, this is uh, the the man that God has for me. Yes. You know, because I had prayed all up, all up until meeting him. I had prayed, you know, God, send me who you want me to marry. You know, because the other relationship, like I said, it wasn't of God. Right. And so I, that was, had been my prayer for a while. You know, God, I, I, you've got to show me who I'm supposed to marry. And at the time, you know, I had been saved that many years. Mm -hmm. I probably had been saved maybe three years before I met you. But uh, I remember praying just a simple prayer sometime of God, give me a husband that's that believes in the Bible or, or that knows the Bible. I remember, I can't remember in detail, but it was some simple prayer like that that I prayed. And yes. I, but I asked God to send me who he wanted uh, to be in my life. Yeah, he sent you a waffle too. Yeah, <laughs> he sent you a waffle. <laughs> you know, so, so being that she uh, had gone through some of those things passing and, you know, you come into a relationship and like you say, you guys you know, didn't court long and you were married, you know, um, what was that like for you, kind of balancing those things out? Um, in all honesty, um, it was that without sounding insensitive to the fact that she had uh, lost her mother some years prior to us um, meeting one another. I and I, I really didn't think a whole lot about it. I, I mean, I was just <laughs> focused on the fact that God had given me the desires of my heart. All right, you know? all right. Bible says, delight thyself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I was real specific as far as what I wanted in a wife. I told God I wanted I wanted uh, a woman who was um, easygoing, yeah, yeah. who was laid back, although I will admit that early on in the marriage, I was like, you look too laid back. I want you to be, <laughs> I mean, be a little aggressive every once <laughs> But, you know, it, uh, but she was everything that I wanted in a woman. I, I think that's one reason why we're still together. But <clears throat> she, um, I don't know. I just, uh, it, she, she made it easy for me to, um, to love on her, man. She's yeah. always been, I mean, she's always been been a good woman, yeah, you know, a godly woman, a woman of faith, loved the children, and an excellent cook. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, my goodness! <laughs> uh, I felt that one. I felt that one. Yeah, hey, 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 hey Bob, because a hundred pounds later, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, man yeah. what you got over? Yeah. I know you've been cooking up something. What you well, got over? Okay. I guess one of my questions is. Um, you guys met, y'all were together, you got married, and then you had children. I'm the oldest out of four. Um, and then also, had to throw that in there. <laughs> I'm the oldest. <laughs> um, also, in the pot, y'all are also, were also called a ministry, and you're a pastor. So I guess each one of you can tell us a little bit about, about how that was, being in ministry and being married and balancing a family with four children and and um, wow, that's a, yeah, that's kind of how did you guys balance I, I, that? I'll just say this real quick. <laughs> I know we're limited on time, but um, you know, I was called into the ministry before I met my wife. Mm, so mm -hmm. you know, God, the Word, ministry, Christ was priority for me. And uh, so I just, and when I married her, I also asked God to give me a wife who understood uh, ministry and mm -hmm. that had a passion for the things of God. And that's that's who God gave me. So uh, I told her my vision, 
what I felt like God wanted me to do, as you remember, on Parkview here mm-hmm. in Gastonia. Mm-hmm. We started the church in our living room, and it kind of grew, and we eventually moved to Main Street, mm-hmm. and we, we saw, I would say, a tremendous yes. amount of success. I would say that at times the mm-hmm. church kind of grew up to maybe 45, mm-hmm. 50 people or so, and we really got to see the hand of God. And now, one of the things I do regret is this, and, and then I let her have the floor, is I was so radical, again, mm-hmm. that at times, I think I put the ministry in church before her and my children. And I would say to any any young pastor, young, uh, not not even necessarily a pastor, but any young man of God, whatever you do, make sure you put your family first. Yeah, you balance know? that yeah. stuff out. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Definitely. Because in Scripture, the family was instituted yes. first. Yes, yes. And then the church. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found that that church folk will... Uh, Will break. Will what's the word? Break camp, and then you know. And <laughs> yeah. Adios. Yeah. And, you know, your but family there. My wife was always there, That's no matter right. what I went through, what I dealt with. She she was always there. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Man. Nugget. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I love that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, mother-in-law, on that right there? Uh, I just uh, would like to say, you know, when I first met my husband, I, I knew he was in ministry. I believed it. He had a uh, you know a call on his life, and and I, I think God probably showed that to me at the you know really as soon as we met and as we were married, I just always accepted the fact that he was going to be doing ministry, mm-hmm. and and I felt like whatever God would lead him to do or or whatever, whether it was to start a church or or just whatever, I felt like I was going to you know stand beside him and. And be there with him. So I don't think I ever questioned, uh, you know, when he would say that, that that God told him to do something. I would just say, well, okay, if you feel like that, I'll just, you know, whatever you want me to do or, you know, I'll, I'll be there right with you. Wow, that's awesome. I, I don't think um, people really realize how powerful that is, um, especially when you feel like you have a call on your life, mm-hmm. you know, and what you don't want to feel like is that there's a war going on between your calling and your home. You know, you don't want that. If anything, yes, you want it to be um, in unison, in harmony, uh, one with the other, because it's a confirmation of what God is doing. But then also, it just feels better and is easier, <laughs> you know, just well to deal said. with, you well know. Um, so that's a beautiful thing, you know, to hear that. And we had talked about that yeah. last week, mm-hmm. um, just the power of of submission the right way, you know, and understanding that we we're submitted to the the purpose of this relationship growing and being nourished and flourishing and not necessarily somebody bowing down, kissing feet and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's us looking and seeing what, what God is doing and saying, okay, God, I'm committed to this relationship mm-hmm. um, with you and with my spouse. So within that commitment comes my submission to whatever it is that you have for us, mm-hmm. you know, and then when God is in a position to operate like that, man, you know, he can flow and uh, and do some extraordinary things. And then it trickled down yeah. to your children. Uh-huh. And then people that come in and get connected to your children mm-hmm. get blessed. Well. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That'll preach. That'll preach. Um, so, so, you know, coming into um, the, the, you know, this season of your ministry and this season of your marriage, um, if there were some things that you could go back and and talk to, you know, young 
Pastor Burris and, and young First Lady uh, Gwen, what are some things that you would you would say to to the young you to to get you prepared to maybe have a, a better run at it or to just get you to the place where you need to be? I would say uh, to a young Pastor Burris is you got to understand uh, people okay. and uh, be patient with people and uh, don't make decisions in haste. And realize that um, no matter how much we love God, we're still subject to fall short of his glory. Right. And know that God's a God of, of grace. And uh, another thing I would say to young pastors, regardless of how difficult it gets, stay the course. Wow. And um, and then as a, as a husband, I would say, uh, young James, make sure you prioritize your marriage relationship. Yes, you know? sir. And um, and I will throw this out there, too. I mean, we've been married going on 36 years, and God mm. is still working on our marriage relationship. So we don't always cross all the T's and dot all our I's, but one thing for sure, we, we love each other. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What you got, First Lady? Uh, I guess I could probably say that uh, be patient. Wow. And when I'm saying that, I'm thinking <clears throat> about how you know, when we met, we got married rather quickly. We probably, in less than six months' time, we were already married when we met each other. But even though I believed it was of God looking back, you know, at the time, nobody could have told me, be patient. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. trying to rush to the altar. Yeah. But I, I would tell maybe young couple to, to maybe be patient, have some things in place, maybe financially, especially in that area. Uh, and then as far as having children, we started, I guess you could say, out of the gate immediately <laughs> having children. And well, so, let me, I'm going to throw this in real quick. I was single and saved for, for three years. Yes. And uh, I think I'm using the right word. I was celibate. Yes, yes. So, yes. Uh, so once I got married, well, yeah, yeah. All the closed uh, doors <laughs> came open. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and you said something, Mother Law, that um, I, I think was it was a nugget. Like you say, you know, uh, love don't pay the bills. You know, no. it's a beautiful no. thing. The concept is wonderful, <laughs> but you know, you do kind of have to look at every aspect of relationship yes. and that's out of love and respect for your partner. Yes. You know what I'm saying as well to say, just kind of look and say, okay, what, what are we trying to do here? You know, what's our, what's our plans here? Um, we call it vision, you know, mm -hmm. uh, vision for your marriage. You yes. know, what, what, what are we trying to, where are we trying to go when we come together as one? Um, you know, what do we feel like God is calling us to, mm -hmm. but also financially, what does that look like? Can we see the plan on paper um, yes. in that regard? Mm -hmm. Can we, can we formulate um, you know, what do we need to do as far as the area that we're in, you know, and the circumstances and even the baggage mm -hmm. that you bring in. Yes. You know, I came in, uh, the gun was fully loaded. I had, you know what I'm saying, three kids and, yes. and uh, two <laughs> failed relationship marriage mm -hmm. situations. So we, we had a lot that we had to, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> look, look, look. I'm, 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 I have to say this. Yeah, go, go ahead. I, go I ahead. am so proud of you, Marcus. And uh, I mean, you married my my sweetheart, and um, you know how it is. A dad, dad, he early on sometimes he he don't think anybody, <laughs> but you have you have uh, man, you've been everything that I hoped my my daughter would find, mm -hmm. and I I don't 
I'm not saying that to flatter you. I mean that from my heart. And uh, I'm just grateful that she she chose Marty Mark. Man, hey, <laughs> y'all, look, let, let, let me let me do that because you know I'm gonna keep it real because you know, past he tried, you know, he like this day podcast. I ain't gonna go all on it. You know, <laughs> look, he was like, man, that Joker got three kids. What? Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Oh. Now, now I know he seemed to be a good dude and everything. But wait a minute. Now. Yeah, and that, that was <laughs> kind of my <laughs> Now wait a minute. Now. Yeah. But what I love about it is, y'all, he never made me feel less than a man. I never felt like he was talking. Down down on me or that he was quote unquote judging me. It was just like, okay, let's keep it real, brother. The cards on the table, (laughs) you know, so let's talk about the, you know, but we were able to have a, a man to man. Um, and, and I feel like from then on, man, we just continue to connect spiritually. Um, I, I, I feel his vision as far as, you know, and his heart, as far as ministry, I love the family man that he is. He he is such an example in having a heart for God, but also having a heart for your family and not always seeing eye to eye with your family, but learning how to put all that aside for love to prevail, um, which is not always easy at all. It's really not. But for me, that speaks sometimes more than uh, a congregation and standing in a pulpit and delivering mm-hmm. a sermon, you know, because I can open the pages of your life and I can start to see Christ in a way uh, that where he actually connects uh, on a human level, mm-hmm. you know, um, just living this thing out. So I definitely uh, appreciate that uh, so greatly. Um, and so, you know, you guys have, have been an inspiration to us, like we say. Um, and, and I want to do something a little different right here. Okay. Because um, I think I've already kind of said, you know, how, how they've inspired me. But um, how have your parents inspired you? Honestly, asking me. Yeah, because, because you know, like I said, it's a little different, you know, because usually we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. But this is a special situation. And I kind of know a little bit, but I want you to, you know, just kind of put that out there. How they um, so I guess I can say how my parents were inspired me um they have inspired me to keep the faith um in my relationship with god um it is very true you know that whatever you instill in your kids they may when as they grow old they won't depart and i truly um agree with that scripture because things that y'all have taught me when I was younger, you know, it may not seem like as you as your kid, you're like, God, I'm, I'm telling them things, like listening, I'm my kids hearing, and um, my life is a reflection of yes, I I heard you, I felt your prayers, um, bless you, well, that's what I feel, um, and just some of the things that even practical things, uh, you know, as far as um, keeping your home and and certain things like that, it's it's still with me. Um, as an adult. So I would say they've inspired me to really just keep keep the faith as far as my relationship with Christ and uh, from a woman's aspect, being a mother. Because I, I I think about that a lot <clears throat> when I'm dealing with the kids. I, I told my sister and I've told you, Mom, I'm like, I don't know how in the world. How did she do it? <laughs> I was like, man, I'm like getting us up for school, doing her hair, <clears throat> all and, kind and of as, stuff. As I was like, goodness, that. cooking. We, we come home to home cook meals <laughs> daily. I'm like. <laughs> and as she's thinking that, y'all, she's functioning in the same anointing. <sighs> because let me tell you, this woman sometimes I'll be like, Lord, I don't know how she doing. 
Cause I be spinning around with like my head is you know on the swivel. I'm like, sit down, stop that, move over there. What you doing? What's going on with your head? Where you get that from? What's going on? She just in that just boom, 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 boom. You know, and I'm so thankful for you know that she had a a, a wonderful mm-hmm. mother and father that instilled those things. She's needed every ounce of that to deal with me. So, so I've been blessed Hello, by it. Thank you so much. Definitely, definitely, and uh, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, uh, definitely. This has been awesome. This has been awesome. So, uh, you know, once again, I'm shaking it up a little bit. <laughs> Instead of a question, I'm going to do like this. Pastor, any final words, <laughs> you know, as we uh, get ready to get a benediction on this? <laughs> All right. Um, getting ready to close. <laughs> but no, um, I would just say, you know, as far as the marriage relationship, number one, you know, Scripture says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. And it says, uh, as a husband said, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So uh, if you're a young man, you're in uh, early stages of your marriage, put God first. Make sure you uh, put your wife uh, in front a second and uh, and make sure this is a, a biggie here. Pray together. Spend oh, man, time in good. prayer and always uh, don't feel like in, in when you have disputes or arguments or differences. Always remember um, that it's not always about winning the argument. It's about harmony and peace in your relationship. That's so right. Sometimes it's important for you to take take the low seat. And as a result of that, God will keep that marriage uh, uh, up. 36 years in right. All right, mm-hmm. 36. Mm-hmm. We got a way to go, baby, but we're on our way, though. We're on our way. Uh, first ladies, holler at the ladies real quick and before we get out of here. Uh, I would say, you know, as my husband also just mentioned, that, that prayer is the key uh, to, to any relationship, but particularly in marriage, it's important to put God first and to include God in your marriage and your relationship. And to spend time, which my husband, he's always taught me this. And also, I want to say this. I also have, see, I see my husband as my pastor also. Yes. No, he's my husband, but he's my pastor. But uh, spend time with God. Yeah. That's important. That's important for your marriage relationship. That's important for raising your children. Yes. And, uh, you know, raising children is not an easy task. Mm. You have to, I believe, it's something you have to be anointed for. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Raise the children. Yes. But, but just include God in your family life. Uh, ask God for his wisdom. Uh, ask him for wisdom concerning your, your husband or your wife. And ask him for wisdom in raising your children. So I would just say, uh, just include, make sure you include prayer and God. That's beautiful. In, in your relationship. That's beautiful. Somewhere there is a mother that is going to be encouraged by what she just said. Because when things get hard, you're going to look at yourself and say, I'm anointed, I'm anointed, <laughs> I'm anointed. And you go make it through. Thank y'all so much yes. uh, for, for being here with us. Uh, baby, anything else? Oh, I'm good. You good? Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. It's been another episode of As One. We pray uh, for success in all yes. of your relationships. And uh, and we, stay, we pray that you stay the course and stay encouraged as well. Uh, in Jesus' name, I'm Marcus. And I'm Krista. And once again, this is As One. God bless. Good night.